Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwach. And, and this, this is, is Married, married to, to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Hello, my love. Hello, my love. How's your eye? Um, I don't know. I feel like I got punched in it, but I don't know who by. Did you punch me? You figured it out in the middle I think of the I, night. I probably That's deserved what I do, it. huh? <laughs> probably deserved it. <laughs> no, but it, we thought maybe it was a sty a couple days ago. Then it got better. But today there's bruising like all the way yeah. Yeah. up Maybe and I just rubbed it too hard. Maybe. That happens. I maybe. Can, yeah. Aww. I'm silly. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Tomorrow. How'd that happen? Like, what? Yeah. Well, or, good well news today is, when you guys are listening. Good, good news is it'll be 2021 soon, which means... Right? And put this Goodbye, 20 year behind 20. us. I've been having all kinds of weird mixed feelings because everyone's like, this has been the worst year ever and F you 2020 and all that. And yes, I agree. It's been awful, but it's I don't really have that F you mentality. Well, I think especially in the last it's been a rough year. two, three months, we've really leaned into um, the positive, the positive and the silver linings of the year for us as a family. Yeah. Uh, what this is going to end up meaning for our careers in entertainment long term, right. what we've been able to focus on, turn our attention to. And I think long term, this has given us perspective to make sure that 2021 is not a repeat of any previous years. Right. No, yeah. that's, that's absolutely, except for Love, family, and continuing that part, of Yes, course. but none of that will be the same because it will grow. It will all grow. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. But yeah, but at the same time, man, 2020 has just been... It's I finally called a friend back a today. It's been a humdinger, as I like to say. <laughs> I finally called a friend back today who had called me on November 15th, and I texted being like, I got your voicemail. I'll call you soon. You know, even though I mind, I haven't forgotten about you kind of a thing. And every day it just kept not happening. And today I was like, today is the day. And I picked up the phone and I called him. And we had a really nice... Was that your chat with Jeff? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. With Lila in my lap. And claw- crawling all over and you. And using me as a jungle gym as I'm trying to catch up with him. Yeah. But um, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm kind of in shock that it's New Year's. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like it couldn't be New Year's fast enough. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about like, do you want to talk goal setting or any of that stuff for the new year? Yeah, go for it. What do you, you, well, you have, okay, let me preface this. Growing up, I was the queen of multicolored pens and notebook taking <laughs> and calendar keeping. And like, you should see some of the stuff that's in boxes in my parents' house because I love that stuff. Then the technology wave came in and I didn't really keep the paper stuff as much as I did, but I never really got fully on board with the... Digital. Digital. And Jason was like, it's all digital. Like, this is easy. Just do this, this, and this. But then life happens. And Jason was like, well, you, you can take it from here. Wait, I, um, I just need something a little bit more tactile. I think the digital is great as a fail-safe and as a redundancy. I guess that's redundant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I think it's really important to have the digital. Uh, it's a great way to like at a glance go, oh, you no, know, I'm busy then. Or, oh, yeah, great. We can schedule. We can share our calendars. It's fine. Right. But actually having a thing posted at the house, um, having a thing that you can physically check off, I think there's something really important to the tactile nature of that. For sure. And so I'm we excited. hopped on, we hopped on, well, on Etsy, I found really, yeah. really cute. And, and but how much were they? so <laughs> expensive. I was like, man, like they were cool yeah, acrylic liners. kind of dry erase, big yeah. ones. And they were really, really cool. And you could customize them, but they were so expensive. Yes. Um, but Jason found one on Amazon that was just not cute. 
Like it was turned just, out the size. I was below like, it if was cute, we're gonna do something like this, it needs to at least be pleasant to look at. It can't just be. This one's cute blocks. that we ended up with. And I uh, the one I, they wound up having the little banner and the little, so it's cute. And we're just gonna have a joint calendar and dry erase kind of on the wall. And we're gonna keep our own. But then we're gonna have our own actual planners, which yeah. again I used to love. So of course the nerd in me is like, I get to get all new pens because yeah, I had be color coded and metallics and sparkles and mattes and I mean I had all these different things. I'll probably have like. Three or four colors. I'm going to have so many colors. Good. I'm glad. And I'm so excited about Good, it. I'm glad. Um, so thank you, Christina Summer, for kind of pointing us in the right direction yeah. because she does the cutest blog. You guys should actually check it out. Uh, all about. It's a video blog. It is. It's a vlog. It's a vlog <laughs> all about daily planners yeah. and how to kind of keep your planners. life organized and passion planners. And so we're going to do passion planners this year, which I'm well, excited about. Well, you're doing a passion planner. I'm not doing a passion planner. Or are we both doing passion planners? Well, you got that other one, but yeah, it, I got it. It, you can, you can do it as a passion planner. It's passion planner adjacent. Yeah, yes. Passion planner adjacent. Yeah. That's, I like that a lot. Um, we are in the throes of. What are we in the throes of? Planning. <laughs> A very large, important oh, birthday that's coming yes. up in a couple weeks. Well, I'm not in the throes of it. You are. That's true. Yeah. Um, but that's all we can say about that. But yeah. we're we're very excited, and we want my mom to feel loved and special. Oh, you said you said more. Well, my mom, I want her to feel loved and special. Okay. I'm allowed to say that. I'm I mean, allowed to say that. Of course you are. I'm I just not don't want say you to say anything else. Don't want you to tip your hat by or tip your hand. I should nope. say, but yeah. yeah. Nope. Okay. Not at all. Okay. But we'll tell you what that is in a couple weeks after we celebrate. Good. But one thing that Jason and I did this last week, and we're both loving it, and then we're both going, man, we only have two days left of this, basically, and then we got to stop. But we've been sleeping in a little bit. Yes. And not, well, except the other day when you had the alarm going off at six, and we had to get up. Well, I had to go have a test. Because you had to go test. get a COVID test, and luckily Everyone's you are fine. negative, and it's fine. Yeah. My dad was negative. He's fine. But it's it's scary how it just keeps getting closer yeah. and closer and closer. It's closer. But typically... I like the alarm going off at 7. Jason does like 6.30 and 6.15 and we just keep snoozing. And I'm like, just wait and set it at 7, <laughs> please. And I like doing that. And then I get up and I get ready. So I'm ready before we go get Lila. Well, the last few mornings, we've all been so tired. She's been sleeping in a little bit. Well, and we've been taking advantage yeah. of it. Except last night, we were both irresponsible. And stayed up binging. And stayed up way too late binging well, two separate shows. We were show not were watching binging? the same show. What show were you binging? The Flight Attendant. On, uh, on HBO, Max, HBO Max. Kaylee Cuoco. It's the best she's ever been, number one. Two, oh. it's actually a really, really it's fun like the good first time show. she's actually been required to act in a series. I feel like she's... You know, you know when she came on the scene as Billy and Charmed, not that I know you don't love Charmed. She was well, actually it's such a well-written show. I know, I know, but she was actually <laughs> not bad. She was actually pretty good as Billy. She she showed some stuff, um, but this show I actually think you would even enjoy. It is smart. It is fresh. It is clever. It's suspenseful. Ooh. It's funny. It's scary. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. Um, but it's really fun. Check it out. Meanwhile, you've been binging. I've been binging The Outsider season one, which apparently will be the only season on HBO. So sad. Um, they're going to try to shop it around to other premium and streaming platforms to get a season two out of it because it left the show on a cliffhanger. But um, it's based on the Stephen King novel of the same name, The Outsider. And it is a really good show. It, it, it had some difficulty sticking its landing as far as the end of the season. Is it what? like psychological thriller or horror? Which one is it? Because based uh, on your body language last night, I was like, I'm not going to look at his screen. It's psych- <laughs> it's it's not. Uh, there's not that much gross out stuff. There's some. Oh, okay. 
there's some bleak stuff because there's some pretty graphic murders that okay. happen on the show. Um, but it, it, it I is, almost went, well, that's fine. <laughs> it, it is very suspenseful. It is psychologically challenging. As a parent, there's a, there's a lot of sequences throughout it where it's just like, oh my God, a kid. Um, and yeah. it, it, ta- it deals with some deep-seated, um, hu- like uh, deep-seated fears that humanity has, like baked in every culture. And it's really wow. cool. That's great. I really liked it. Uh, ben Mendelsohn and, um, oh God, why uh, Cynthia Revo uh, are the yeah, two Yeah, I glanced at show. your screen and I was like, who is that? I was like, oh, it kind of looks like Issa Rae. I was and like, you're yeah, like, yeah, but mix with Cynthia, Cynthia Revo. Revo. It looks like Cynthia Revo. And, and so then I was, I was like, I Googled it. I was like, oh, yes, no, it is. It is <laughs> Cynthia Revo. Well, she looked, I'd never seen her with the long hair with the yeah, braids like she, that. She looked amazing. And she, she did a great job. She, I uh, love her. She's yeah. such a talent. She played somebody with a lot of um, highly functional mental complications and challenges. And she didn't play caricature. She played a real person. That Have really you good. ever seen, I think I bookmarked it and then never showed it to you. Cynthia singing the song that essentially won her yeah. the, the Tony, yeah. the color purple. Yeah, you showed it to me. I did? You have. Okay. At least once. It's incredible. It is? Oh, my gosh. She's a next-level talent. I uh, know. Unbelievable. I, I just hope she continues to be given opportunities to work because she's beautiful. She's talented. Oh, she will. I, I know. I, I know she will, but I always think that there's, uh, with Broadway people that are known for Broadway f- kind of first... I think there's like a. It can be hard. It's to it's harder to get the maintain. diversity of roles. Yeah, and then also yeah. as a powerful black woman, I hope she's also given the diversity of roles that aren't like contingent upon her being black. She just right. happens to bring right. a black woman to the role, and she's also English, right? I think you she's got what? an accent. I'm not, I can't recall. Oh, anytime, I think it, you're right. Well, okay, so anytime an English actor or an Australian actor or a South African actor or New Zealand Kiwi actor plays uh, your typical white American, American. or your t- just typical American, I'm, I always hear Anthony's voice in my head saying, you're telling me there's not a single American that was talented and hardworking enough to book that role? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize. I knew Ben Mendelsohn had an accent. I didn't yeah. realize Cynthia Revo did. Yeah. But... Well, we've talked yeah. about this before. They take it seriously over there. Not only the artists, but everyone around them. It's actually the a industry, respected the industry, industry and a respected well, it's trade. It's a cultural industry. It's right. Yeah. And here it's not, yeah. unfortunately. The arts and so in general a lot here. of people don't work as hard as they should. And so a lot of times, yeah, yeah. they get outshined and, and the better artist gets it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean there isn't. American talent who well, can play American like roles. Well, also like the apprenticeship programs and all those things that they have in the theater houses. Right, right. It, they just it. The film industry and the entertainment industry in general is just set up in a very different way. It's it not is. an industry the same way. It's uh, considered a craft and a career. Uh, uh, right, an actual respected yeah. career. Like if you're going to be a carpenter, right, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Twenty twenty, man. Making, uh, I'm going to bake brownies tomorrow. Great. Where your New mom's going to cook flank steak. We're going to do flank steak. Sorry, vegan friends. It's going to be yummy. It's going to be super yummy. We have to figure out a movie to watch for New Year's because one other thing we've done this last week we also watched is we the holiday. finally took a little time off. We did. And we've been watching movies. We actually need to discuss, we're going to do very quick reviews because we are going to keep this short. Quick reviews of? 
Shall We Dance? Because we never talked about it. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie, Shall We Dance, Richard Gere, Jennifer Lopez, Stanley Tucci. Um, the Tooch. The Tooch. And, and many more are in. Yeah, in, like the entire it cast. It was so of, uh, ballers. It was so funny well, to see. Um, playing another guy. Yeah. But uh, to see your face as more and more actors appeared and you were like, he's in that? She's in this? He's in this? It was so funny. My mom loves this movie. I've seen it once with her. And I my dad enjoys it too. And ready to roll my eyes out. She it. was like, "Let's watch it. Let's watch it." And Jason was like, "Richard Gere and Jennifer Lopez. It's a dance movie." Like the look on his face, you were not hiding it well. No, but the thing is, your mom was so excited. But she I, was so how excited. How can you say no to that? And then it was better than I remembered. Much and better than you I expected. really enjoyed it. What yeah. did you think, just kind of as a as a whole? Um, largely a very good movie as far as what it was. Yeah. Um, for its, for its like subgenre of like kind of romanticish movie, mm-hmm. I thought it was done well. Yeah. The acting was overall pretty, pretty good. solid yeah. throughout. Um, the writing was okay, a little more contrived than I would have liked. It, it was based on a book, right? Uh, a Japanese ba- Japanese film. Which I totally did not yeah. realize that before. And then it, they had said it. We watched some behind the scenes stuff and yeah. they said it was a remake of this. And I was like, oh. It felt much more like a Broadway show than a film. The oh, way I the set pieces are built. I could see that. Um, yeah. And that was one of the things that made it like. Shall we dance, Mr. Clark? From a. Just from like a bird's eye view. It's one of the, the only things that I would say is a knock against it is it didn't feel huh, okay. entirely the whole time like mm-hmm. a contiguous world world it felt huh. it felt very like tableau it did feel kind of tableau but yeah. i liked that to but me that, that but that was that was how they were choosing to tell their story yeah. for me it, yeah. for me it it was it's a knock against it um because within the genre it didn't have um the the way it was edited the, the specific scenes were edited incredibly well, but the way the whole film flowed together, mm-hmm. it didn't have the type of movement hmm. that the movement in the piece had. Oh, so interesting. It, it felt okay. kind of clunky as a film. Oh, okay. I could see, I, yeah, I, I guess I could see that. It did have the sexiest, most well-edited dance. Uh, you, you Even during that scene, you were like, oh my gosh, this is so well done. There is a tango scene between Richard Gere and Jennifer Lopez that is just... It's fierce. It's fierce. It's passion. Fierce. And like they're they're both moving and dancing beautifully, but the way the lighting well, and the editing the and j- that song. The music. The way they that the way they song. cut it to the music. Oh my gosh. Like, th- that's one of the brilliance of orchestration and song selection is you can just force a feeling in on people. Do yourselves <laughs> all a favor and just YouTube the tango scene from Shall We Dance and it will come right up and just take the five minutes and watch it. Yeah. You will love it. It's just, it's a standalone. Well, also, it will work. But just I also watch think it. it works even better in the context of the No, film. it does. It does. Yeah. But if people aren't going to sit down for two hours and watch a film, although you should because it's, a pretty quick, it's, it's so a pretty good. Quick watch. And Susan Sarandon is fabulous. Um, I didn't love the teenage daughter. I could not figure out why I knew her. How do you know her? Well, no, you and I kept looking her up and all yeah. that. She looks a little bit like Skylar Fisk, but blonde. Oh, okay. But like it was driving me crazy. I was like, where have I seen her before? Mm. But I think we have seen her in other things. Um, but it's just so good. Stanley Tucci's story is incredible. And the actress, no, I'm playing on her name. I love her. She became 
famous for being the nanny in the parent trap. Oh yeah, I'll never like the housekeeper in the parent trap. Her, she is so good in this. It's such a fabulous role overall. Stanley Tucci and Tucci and her, Bobby Bobby Cannavale. Just this entire cast. It is so fun. Two thumbs up. Two bowls of popcorn. We never fully decided how we were gonna do it. One thousand percent recommendation. Yeah, I'd really recommend Back it. Back it all the um, way. It's a really fun <laughs> we'll movie. We'll figure that out in the But I would, also, <laughs> I, I would also say it's a genre movie. Oh, 1,000%. Of its, of its genre compared against things within its genre. It's very, very good. Yes. If you take it out of it's its genre. It's not fully a dance movie. It's not fully a romantic comedy. And that's some... It's kind of in between, and that's, but it works. Yes, but that's yes. also part of the reason why a little bit of it gets a little bit muddy because yeah. there's some certain tropey things that it's telling you to think is yeah. going to happen that don't. So you're like, oh, I, because there's moments where I was getting ready to get angry at a character that weren't that they were actually setting up the way it was written, the way it was being shot, and everything that they didn't then deliver them. So I was like, oh, that's good. Oh, really? Yeah, I was huh. waiting for him to cheat on his wife, or I was waiting for his wife to be cheating on him. It, that yeah, it's it's not the the like boy sees girl and they have this crazy affair. It's not that. It's a different kind of passion, yeah. emotional, love, It's physical. a different type of love story. Yes, it's a different type of love story. Yeah. Um, oh, and the the P.I., uh, Richard Jenkins. <laughs> Richard Jenkins is great. It's Nick, <laughs> Nick Cannon. Cannon? <laughs> Nick Cannon. When Nick Cannon walked on screen, Jason just went, Nick Cannon? What? Nick Cannon. Also, congratulations. He just yeah, he had just a second, had, second kid well, by his... his fourth child, but second, second kid, kid by his, by current, his girlfriend. current girlfriend. So congratulations to you guys. Um, her name is... I don't know. Oh, no. What was it? <laughs> it's not power, but it's something like that. Um, I hope it's close to that. It, it is. <laughs> it is something close to that. But uh, We watched The Holiday. And then we got into our holiday films. We watched Love Actually. Well, well that was for last and week, we lo- right? we watched. Yeah, we wouldn't talk. We didn't oh, okay. do a little thing about it. Um, and we watched The Holiday, which is just, I mean... So good. So good. No matter how many times you watch it, it's so good. And Arthur, played by Eli Wallach, is just... He's an amazing character. You know... He's a great actor. When actors pass away, it's always sad. It's always, you know, all... When anyone passes When away. anyone passes. But certain actors or artists, when they pass, hit more than others. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes they pass young and tragic and it's awful. Yeah. Or they've lived a full long life and they then they pass, it's still sad. Yeah. But certain ones just hit you harder. They resonate differently, of course. His death hit me yeah. a few years ago when he went. Well, I was just like, oh. Uh, this movie's a touchstone in our relationship. And yeah. it, it's... um. It's the first time, and I think I've said this before. Maybe I've only said this to you because I don't think we've ever discussed this movie on mm. here. Unless we did last holiday season. Now I don't I'm know that we did I don't know that we didn't either. Um, <laughs> we'll double check. But it's the first time I found Jude Law attractive. I never understood what the hubbub about Jude Law was. Yeah, I feel like you've said that was. before. Um, he's talented. He's good looking. Sure. Yeah. But people would be like, oh my God, Jude Law. And I, I was never just kind of like, either. yeah, I never got that. The way he is in this movie, there are several moments where you're just like, oh, that's why. Understood. Cool. I feel like outside of uh, <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love, I feel that way about Ryan Gosling. I freaking love Crazy Stupid Love. No, but Gosling, ha- yes, but he also just has a, um, there's a thing about him. Oh, your eyebrow just went up. There's a thing about him. There's a magnetic, undescribable thing I, about Gosling. I don't find it. But <laughs> but I agree. I agree. No, Crazy Stupid Love Even is definitely like, his. Even as great as he was in The Notebook. 
I think the film makes all of those things I happen. Love that and movie. I think McAdams makes a lot of that movie happen. I love her. That he's there for. Yeah. And Marsden. The I whole love, I the whole I think the whole team on that movie makes that happen for the notebook. I don't necessarily think that it's Gosling. I think he's like part of the way. Part of the and he's just being carried forward by everything you're watching. Huh. That, that's nothing against his performance or against him as an actor. No, because holy cow, he's, he's an incredible actor. It's incredible. just that I just don't get the, uh, the sex appeal. Oh, my appeal. God, he's so sexy. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I get that. I get that. But Jude Law, yes. Cameron Diaz, and you've said this before, too. It's your favorite work of hers. The best it's the she's best been. work she's ever done. It's She's just so good. Kate Winslet is I Kate Winslet a, and fabulous. I do have a question. Yes. From an objective filmmaking perspective. Yes. So... Uh, what's Kate Winslet's character's name? Iris. I, so Iris is our narrator, right? Yes. She's our... Uh, well, yes. She's yes, our narrator. She it does start she's with her our, voiceover. Yeah. But there is an omniscient narrator for Annie. That's her name, right? Amanda? What's Amanda. her name? Amanda. Amanda. There is an omniscient narrator for Amanda. Well, because she's a movie trailer maker. Yes. So it, just, it only comes in on those certain moments with her because of her... So... From a storytelling Trailer perspective, makerness. from a storytelling perspective, yes. Are since one's a filmmaker, effectively trailer editor, and the other is an actual writer, how reliable are they as uh, as narrators of this story, or is this the idyllic is this the idyllic way they like to remember this portion of their huh. lives? Okay, well, wait. Is Iris really the narrator? Because she, yes, she opens the film with a voiceover. Yes, she sets it up. But she doesn't continually narrate. It's just the beginning section she narrates. That's all that you need. She's a narrator and a writer. She is the one initiating the, the story. Okay. So from okay. my perspective, yeah. as somebody who also writes and creates, you're, you're setting yourself up for certain... Um, leniencies on storytelling because there's a little fantastical element about Jasper Bloom. Yes. He kind of like, I love he kind of, he kind of comes and goes in a way that's almost, um, like vampiric. Like the way he just like appears Appears. is very nonchalant, noncommittal. It's nonchalant and sensual at the same time. And that's just Um, very much him. But their relationship's not really super deeply explained in it's just one of those things where it's like she uh, well her uh, narration says everything that needs to be said about him at that very beginning moment yes. it, it has uh, all that I, i'm not taking i'm not taking anything away from the film no no, no yeah I'm, I'm just saying like it's very interesting because i think that if these these two girls women i don't know that they're entirely reliable narrators for their story. Because if you huh. you feel like, uh, is it Jack Black's character? What's his name? Oh my gosh. No, I'm just yeah, it's fine. Jack Black. Miles. But Miles. So Miles' <laughs> Miles's story is like, that's an awfully convenient setup and way for Iris to rescue two men. She rescues Arthur. She does rescue Arthur. And she rescues Yeah, but Miles. he rescues her too. And in the process rescue of rescuing other. those two men, she rescues herself. Yeah. Cameron Diaz, while rescuing Jude Law's character, whose name also escapes me, Um, Amanda rescues herself. Yeah. But like her ex, it's very fantastical. Like, I, she, 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 that's uh, Chrissy Turlington's husband. 
Um, the supermodel. That's who plays. Um, oh, this is great radio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but there's just like certain fantastical things in the film that, um, that I feel like they're unreliable narrators. That I think that like I never thought about that. I, I I see where you're coming from. I do. I think it's, but I also think it's kind of like a cool thing to think about as an actor looking at those roles. Yeah, because it kind of like her outfits that are inexplicable. I love her entire wardrobe. Yeah, no, it's amazing. But I she want she packed Diaz all that. Ta- she entire she packed two weeks with all those boots and all those jackets into one checked bag. <laughs> and a very large. On. It's a Mary Poppins style. Yes, bag. so even more fantastical. It just keeps on going. <laughs> and like the two, the two little girls who recently spoiler alert they're lost so their mom. Cute. I <laughs> um, love those girls, Sophie and Olivia. They're super welcoming and accepting of this person. They're not like they're protective of their father anecdotally. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things. It's like I know it's a rom com, and it, it though those things happen in such an idyllic kind of cookie cutter way, mm-hmm. but because of how they set up the premise of the film, I think it's an interesting way to kind of allow yourself to accept the world of the film a little bit more. It allows mm-hmm. me to be less critical of the world, yeah, and more. Um, it just makes it more of like a multi layered film. It's like, hmm, I wonder, did they I tell us? That. Did they tell the truth? And they're retelling. I think they told the truth. I do. I totally see what you're saying, though. I, I get it. But I thought it was so cute and clever that Cameron Diaz has a narration, except it's you know Amanda Woods and blah blah blah. You know, very much the that voice. Yeah. Which I I like a lot. I like a lot. And then Love Actually, of course, is just Love Actually. Love Actually, it's, it's, yeah. It's, I think we did talk about Love Actually a little last week. A movie that made a bunch of spinoffs, and those spinoffs, while not directly related to Love Actually, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, New Year's Eve. Uh, those are all kind of wannabe that copycats. That genre, yeah, like that. The super film. The super film the of super bringing team all these different story, stories together into one. But Love Actually is just... On its own. It just works. And I know there are people it who like does, hate it. It doesn't. I just There's some parts of it that don't age super well. Yes. <laughs> it's 17 years old already. And there yeah, are certain moments where you go. Yeah, it's a little cringe. Oh, yeah, it's okay. a little cringe. Okay. But it still works and it's fabulous yes. and I love it. So what are we going to watch for New Year's Eve? Um, um, Die Hard? Your family won't do that. Yeah. Oh. You and I, I guess, could. Legends of the Fall popped to mind for whatever nope. reason, but that's not... Well, my dad's going to vote for that. Yeah, yeah, that or Saving Private Ryan. Well, that... No. That's not I, a New Year's Eve I'd movie. vote. I'd vote for Saving Private Ryan before I'd vote for Legends, Legends of the, the Fall. Fall all the way. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> but so okay. we have to figure out... What are what we... Watch, watch for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get all dressed up tomorrow afternoon, just like last year for like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. to get pictures with Miss Lila. Yes. And shout Happy New Year with her. And then, and then we'll put on get changed back in the show. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be wonderful. It'll be great. We'll rock it there and we'll rock, rock it back. Rock it there and rock it back. Rock it into 2021. Oh, I, I, I really do hope this next year is um, prosperous and healthful yeah. and wealthful for everyone. And everyone continues to grow, thrive, yeah. be humans. Be decent humans. Be decent humans. And, and, seek, and seek and see the humanity in others and... Recognize and be empathetic toward it. Yeah. So happy New Year! To happy freaking New Year! All of you. We made it to 2021. We made it. Well, we have knock on wood. We, we have another day and a half. But uh, but yes. <laughs> and I love you so much. I love you too, baby. 2020, man. 
It's been a hell of a ride. It has, but I'm so happy we've done it together. No better, we have our, nobody better to do it. Our with. little, our little family to get through together. Yeah. I just love you. Love you too, boo. I'm excited to see what's going to Yeah, it'll be crazy. It'll and be fun. thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And this, this has, has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. And love is love. Love is love. Black Lives Matter. Vote on vote January on Tuesday. 5th. Next Tuesday. Yeah, yes. vote. Vote. All right. Bye. Bye.